Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Healthy Ways for Children radio program. My name is Kimberly, and I am your host for the next 30 minutes. For those who are returning, hello and welcome back. I hope that you are enjoying the programs that we've had, um, which began again in July. For those who are new, just a little background, I am the founder of a fitness program called Kids Under Construction. This program helps children 7 to 15 years old live a healthier life. It's simple as that. We offer a fitness uh, part to the program, which offers um, in-home or outside of the home Uh, personal training, group classes. We offer food journals, which gives children some recommendations on their food choices and mentors to help them along their journey. We also offer cooking classes. Not everyone grew up with um, a parent who taught them how to cook, and some people just don't enjoy it. But I believe that it's very important for children to learn how to cook. For one, they will be able to um, be more independent, which helps you, um, the parent, be more free to do other things. It also teaches them how to value um, the food that they're eating. When you prepare something and you're invested in it, it takes on a different meaning. So we offer um, individual classes or cooking parties. I can come to you, and I bring everything. We decide on the menu, and then I get in there, and I cook with the children and teach them how to measure, how to um, explore. Because sometimes, you know, they may not like sautéed broccoli, but broccoli put in a smoothie with some fruits and, you know, other tasty treats, it might have a different reaction. And then thirdly, we have a program um, called My Strength Lies Within, and this is focusing merely on improving a child's self-esteem. A lot of children who have weight concerns They do. They suffer from bullying. They suffer from low (coughs) self-esteem. Excuse me. And this is a way to have a one-on-one with them, encouraging them, working through the process of loving who they are. Yes, as a parent, you want your child to come to you and feel free to talk to you. But in reality, we can't be the all-in-all for our child. So the, you know, phrase, it takes a village, it really does take a village because that child will come in their lifetime, will come um, develop relationships with coaches, with teachers, with friends, mentors of their own. Um, you know, even at work, there are, there are programs that recognize the value of having someone in your life that may know a little bit more about more than you do, and that can help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. So that that is sort of a little insight into our program. Um, 
If you are interested in more information, please visit our Blog Talk Radio page. It has our contact information. I would love to talk to you and help you um, provide a safe haven in your home to help your child be the best that they can be. So over um, last month, you know, the last couple of months, we've been talking about the schools, going back to schools and the importance of breakfast and all kinds of great things. Well, when I started the Kids Under Construction program, I had um, written a small little handout that I give to um, children, which talks about the three what's that I feel are important when you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle. I believe that weight loss and maintaining your um, your healthy weight and that involves um, what you eat, what you do, and what you think. And those three things I feel are really important. So over the next three weeks, we are going to dive into those three what's, and I will give you hopefully some good information that you can share with your family, friends, and make that journey for your child much easier. If you want to call into the show, our call-in number is 917-889-3892. Again, it's 917-889-3892. So let's get started with today's what's, um, what you do. To me, what you do is it involves the activities that your child specifically um, must go through on a daily basis. And I'm a parent of three, three adults now, but I raised three children. And, and when they were growing up, some of the what they do, what they did <laughs> during the week was um, school, of course, but that involves homework, which can take up a huge portion of the night. Um and what I felt that I fell into the trap of overscheduling. I felt that at times when I look back now, it was very overwhelming, all of the things that we had going on because I had athletes. So we, one of my children, um, he did sports all year round. So I not only had to, you know, make sure that he got where he was supposed to be and that we were at games and and also nurture and encourage my other two children to also do and follow the the dreams that they wanted. So, yes, all three were athletes. One did it a little bit more, but, again, sports was a big part of our home. Um, We had church. That was another big commitment. And then as a parent, guardian, work. We have to work. Even – when you are a stay-at-home parent, that's that's even more work because your day never ends from the moment you wake up to the time that you are finally able to lay down and sleep. You are doing something to help your family, to help yourself. So when I look at um, what are they doing, all of that has to come into play when 
you are trying to incorporate and a fitness program, exercise, something into that child's life. So one of the big components that really stands in the way of, quote, unquote, what they do is screen time. And we've all heard it. I hear it on the news. I see it online. I read it in magazines. All of that um, really does affect and alters the exercise portion of a child's life. So when you say screen time, what does that mean? That means computers, video games, smartphones, um, iPads, and television. The time that is taken up with just the screen time alters the time that that child should have to exercise. Um, I love statistics, so I did look, and the average American child from zero to eight years old has an average screen time of two hours, 19 minutes daily. That's a lot of time, especially when your day is caught up in other things. The, the, um, the site said children under two years old have about 42 minutes daily of television time or screen time. And at that age, it really is television time. As they progress, children two to four years old spend an average of two hours and 40 minutes each day. And children five to eight years old are, are involved in screen time three hours a day. So the times that they're plopped in front of the TV to keep them occupied or they're given a tablet to keep them occupied, those are times that can be used to do something else. Um, the study found that children under eight years old spend an average of 25 minutes daily on video games alone. And it seems odd, but, you know, children are really smart. And what you expose them to, they just absorb it. So a video game on your phone while you're out having dinner or you're at an appointment and you're trying to keep their keep them occupied while you handle something else, that now is developing an appetite for this as they get older. Their minds are engaged and their attention is so engaged in it that, um, again, that's all that they want to do is zone out on this as they get older. I also found that 62% of all children under two have watched television. And there are definitely studies out there that, that encourage parents not to allow their children under the age of two to watch television. However, we're just in a day and time of electronic gadgets that really are crucial in our day-to-day lives. I have met a couple of people who um, oppose television. They don't have it in their homes or they have maybe one television in their home. You know, those are, but that's rare because the average home, you know, now the phones are so developed that you really don't even need a television. You can watch programs on your phone. You can 
search things on your phone. You can do your homework. You Everything can be done because the technology is so great on our, our television, on our phones. Um, now, and it's even to the point where now schools are eliminating textbooks and now allowing children to use tablets. So you have children reading from a tablet and not only for school, but for extracurricular. So when they're at home, again, just what I described. So, you know, I realize that this is crucial, um, that technology is important. There just must be, just like with your eating, there must be moderation in everything, and that involves that as well. So when I say what do you do, again, I'm referring to exercise or activities that involve a child getting from in, in front of any device and doing something to work out with their bodies. So a lot of people have asked, okay, how early? Really now, children three to five years old, they should have activity throughout the day, something. Um, you know, it's very, very hot in Atlanta right now, so outside is not always great if you don't get out early. But even in the home, just something that gets them moving, cut the devices off and get them off the sofa, out the chair, and coloring. You know, sometimes, yes, the physical activity is awesome, but if you if it's raining and you don't have that opportunity, other things that will get them up and moving, have them help clean up the room, help you clean up, something that gets them moving. But by the age of six, children should have at least one hour of activity, physical activity daily. So six years old, you know, again, into their teens, that should be a part of their daily routine, having some type of exercise. So you can have light exercise or moderate to vigorous um, exercise. And really that moderate and that vigorous exercise should take place at least three days per week. And then you can incorporate um, muscle strengthening, bone strengthening at least three days a week. So if you mix it up, then they are not so bored with the mere routine of it. And there's a lot of ways to do that. So if we look at, say, toddlers, so we're looking at that baby growing up to the three-year-old time span, encouraging them to crawl, pushing, pulling, running, um, playing tag. So now we're talking about toddler's age, where dancing, throwing and catching the ball, something that gets them moving is really important. So when you get over into that, say, six-year-old age range and older, now you can start incorporating things that now will set the tone for how they do things later in life. So here's just a few examples, climbing, um, running, the jungle gym at the, at the park, um, neighborhood walks, 
just getting out there after a meal, walking around in your neighborhood. Um, festivals, Georgia has so many festivals where you can spend the day getting out, walking around, going to the mall. You know that the mall will open its doors early for what they call mall walkers. So none of the stores are open. But I, And I see a lot of older people. It's cool, it's not outside, and you can just walk around the mall for an hour or two, walking up the stairs, down the stairs, and really getting in a good workout in a nice, cool environment. Um, hikes. There are tons of parks and other um, places where you can go hiking. Yard work is great to do as a family. The garage. I, I am in the process now. Again, I have three grown children, so I feel like I'm continually in the process now that they have their own homes to clean out either old papers or give them things that they had as a child. Now, there are certain things I will always keep, but the point to this story is I'm picking up boxes, I'm sweeping, I'm cleaning. That takes time, and that keeps you moving. Um the same applies to a basement project. How many times do we store things and over time it just accumulates so much? So get the kids involved and you all do it together. Bike rides, um, skating, going to the park and just hanging out, taking your lunch and going out there and spending that time together. You're, you're serving dual purposes. Everyone's getting getting some exercise, and you're developing those relationships that will last a lifetime. Um, skiing. I grew up in Colorado, so skiing was a part of my teen years. Great exercise. And then sometimes when you just can't get out, push-ups, sit-ups, just doing things at home that um, will help those children stay active. So I know that I seem to come down hard on our um, electronic devices, but there are some times where they do serve a purpose. You can go on um, YouTube. If you have cable, they offer um, free um, viewing of exercise programs. Go out there and get some ideas. If you don't know what to do, there are chair workouts. There are things that you can make fun to help your child stay active and get that exercise. So another way to keep them active is organized sports, and I'm going to do a program on that, diving into that um, more in detail. But right now, you know, if a child is not sure what they want, that's what that's where I said earlier in the program. You have to expose them and then determine what they want and what they like. Um, you have so many organized sports that they can participate in, which is just great form of exercise because not only do they have the actual um, participation and um, competition, but they have the their practices that help them on a daily basis, two or three days a week, get organized exercises from professionals. 
So some of the things that you can explore, and we all have heard them, but basketball, baseball, tennis, swimming, gymnastics, football, soccer, volleyball, cheerleading is a sport. And actually, children um, who uh, who have developed that over the years can actually apply for scholarships for college for cheerleading, track and field, golf. Those are things that get children out of the house and learning um, how to get along with other children, how to make relationships and bonds. It, it just has so many benefits. And when they're in a safe environment, they will grow to love it. So, you know, I would I would definitely investigate in that. There are uh, programs that aren't very expensive when they're in school. You know, they have opportunities to do it right there. So when practice is after school, they go right into that. A lot of the coaches understand the value and of the time that's spent, so they allow that, that child to do their homework, and it's definitely something beneficial to your child. Now, I realize that sports are not for everyone. Everyone does not have a desire to do that. So I think that you know your child, and you encourage them and figure out what they want. And that comes by talking. So as I said, if you're at the park and you're kicking the ball around or you're throwing the football around, you have to get in their heads to see what are some of the things that they might be thinking about. And it just might mean that they need some encouragement. And so, you know, when I look at that and I look at, you know, the organized sports, the exercise on a re- on a regular basis. Over the years, I have found these are some of the benefits that children experience. Um, self-discipline. When children have a routine, that helps them. So, you know, that's where school comes in. You go to school every day, just like as an adult, you go to work every day. Having exercise and participating in sports, it does. It gives them self-discipline. It helps them create healthy habits. And that's really what you want to do. You want to lay the foundation as a child that when they are adults, these activities, these um, things translate into their adulthood. And then they share it with their own children. It also helps build their social skills. And, again, some children are shy, some are socially awkward, but the reality of it is we need to reverse the behavior that has come from our cell phone life where everything is in a phone, in their face, in their hands, and teaching them how to look in the eye and to communicate. And that can happen, especially when they participate in organized sports because they have teammates. They, they are learning now how to get along 
with other people, how to talk to their coach. And it does. It helps them learn how to respect others, respect their space, respect their abilities. It, learn, it builds that camaraderie that, again, translates into adulthood. When they're on their jobs, how many times have you worked with someone who just seems unbearable and unreasonable? You know, they probably could have learned a little something earlier in life. So you want to, again, build a, an individual that is an asset to society and not a liability. You want to lay the foundation while they're young. Also, having a regular exercise routine improves their mental health. And it sounds like, mm, how can that equate to that? It, it really is. Sitting, zoning out in front of the TV all day, what are they? They're not using their physical body. They're really not using their mental. They are just sitting there just in, you know, a state of um, whatever you want to call it. But it, it is, it, it really does improve that. When they can get out, you have to remember a play. You have to remember what I was just taught. That is improving their mental health. It improves their physical strength their endurance, when you're taking that long walk, you don't want your child to be um, out of breath and huffing and puffing after a short amount of time. You want them to be able to endure walking up the steps. It does also help reduce depression and anxiety. When, when you are out there and you are a part of this world, you're engaging. Yes. Not saying that exercise is the all-in-all answer for everyone, not at all. But when we do things to help our physical and our mental, it makes us happier. So it does require that child to figure out what makes them happy. Um, again, it's better heart health. It improves their self-esteem, lowers their blood pressure, lowers their cholesterol level, and it, overall, it reduces the risk of them being overweight. So I've given you all the, all the, those little nuggets. So how can you help? So let's take a look at that. I think that you being a good role model as a parent or guardian really does help your child. You showing them that, you eat breakfast in the morning, that you're more conscious of what you're doing to get exercise and not speaking negative to them or to yourself. When you say things like, I'm so fat or I'm so ugly or my hair is so this, your child is listening and soaking it in. And this applies to men or boys and girls. It, it, they, are, they are constantly trying to find their way in this world. And so being healthy just improves their ability to reach whatever height that they want to. But if they're overweight and they have health challenges and they can't get there, that is not something helping them be the best that they can be. Um, reducing the screen time. I, I, I love exchanging 
physical activity for screen time. So for every hour you sit in front of the TV on your phone, that's an hour that you give me cleaning the house in the yard. Those are things that I think would would be beneficial. Again, do things as a family. Being singled out only makes a child feel bad. But if we're all doing it together, we're all eating the same things together, it definitely motivates them to do and reach their goal. Start slow to avoid um, discouragement. Nobody wants to come home and say, okay, we're never eating another cookie, never eating another. No, but just moderation, as I said earlier. That is the way to go to have long-term goals. Check your local recreation. um, Talk to your schools. See what's available. And then talking with your child to figure out what perks their interest. Now, again, you know, I, I realize that it's not always easy, but it's a slow and controlled process that will have great benefits in the end. And then um, no phones, no TV during mealtime. I'm a big proponent of families eating together. Get rid of all the distractions and let that be a focused time that you guys can do it together as a family. So that comes to the end of our half hour. Time goes by way too fast. I hope that the information was beneficial. I hope that you will pass this on to your friends and family. Um, I try to do the program once a week and share information that I have um, learned over the years. Kids Under Construction started in 2005, but I really do believe that by working together, we can build a generation of healthy children. Hopefully you'll join us again next week. Have a good weekend. Bye.